Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. came from a man who had had experience. Honor your father and your mother. That's why I thank God. Sister Shalak, we're bringing daddy here today. You, she's honoring her father. Honor them. Honor them. Hmm. You want to live long? I might want to live long, yeah. <laughs> Honor your father and your mother. My, my, my maternal grandmother... She was a Muslim. Oh. I believe maybe the Lord got across to her before she died. You know, I don't know. But I'm, I, I believe that because she, had, she was a very good woman. You know, in the heart, at the heart level. So, I remember I used to go and see her. I just came back from England, you know, and before I traveled, you know, I, I used to make it a point of you to go and see my grandmother because she loved, she, loved, she loved all her grandchildren, really. You know, and she was always delighted when you came to see her, you know very delighted. She, so I would take the car and I remember I'm going to go out with my friends and all that. I said, ah, Mallory Mama. So I would go and spend at least an hour with her. She would talk and you know, you know how old women, she will, but she was happy to see me. You know? Then she would tell me something. I, I, my grandma's a Muslim. <laughs> you know what she would tell me? She said, Olubi, my yajusagbao go senton yajusagbao I'll translate. Olubi, don't be rude to elderly people. For there is no one who is rude to elderly people that it turns out well for. I held it. There's something about age. Honor your father and your mother. Because without them, number one, you won't survive physically. That is, is, you're not going to live very long. Number two, even if while you are still around, there are a lot of things that won't work out for you. You know why? God resists the proud. It's God himself who will resist you. Honor your parents. Both spiritual and biological. See, there's some of you, you know, and some of the young people today, you know, we've been born again longer than you. We have seen all kinds of things. So you see something again excited. I think we saw it 20 years ago. We know where it came from. We know how it ended. Then we tell you, don't do that. Then, no, it's a new move of God. Which new move? There is nothing new under the sun. You better listen. Number three. See, three levels at which you submit. I don't know, but this is humility. We did 101 last week. This is 102. Both of them are compulsory courses. You don't pass them. You don't move to ability of mind of Christ 101. They're not moving to that. Thirdly, to those I am in authority over. That's flock, your, your pastors, your, 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 your saints, wife, children, servants, with meekness. Without them, 
You may survive, oh, but you will not progress. And look at the different levels. With God, it is spiritual survival. With those in authority over you, it's physical survival and progress. With those under you, it's spiritual and physical progress. A proud person is not going to go very far. Because no man is an island. You will always need to hear from people. Always. God will not give you a mono. Even if you are wise, he will always leave something that somebody else. It was one small girl who was taken captive from Israel that had the healing of Naaman in her hands. A whole head of state. Secretary of State. Secretary of Defense of Syria. He said, oh, that my Lord will go to the prophet in Samaria and that he will heal him of his leprosy. She didn't even say it to Naaman. She said it to the wife. The wife now told him and said, ah, okay, let's go. Humble man. You know how stupid people can be. Eh? Mine was a leper. We don't like hearing the truth. Eh? Okay. I'm going to translate that. You know, in our language, you know, people will say, you know, so, such a girl, people, you know, a, a, a proud man will say, is it me she's calling a leper? Eh? The husband of your, of your madam, you are calling him a leper. Is that not too big for your madam? The man is a leper. <laughs> We, you know, proud people don't like to hear the truth. He was a leper. <laughs> he was a leper. And the girl only had one thing in her heart to help him. His salvation was in her hand. And because he listened, he eventually got healed. That messenger in your office, that house girl, that driver, that person that is under you may have the solution to your problem. By just a little word that they may say, listen. Don't be so proud. Hey! Like Nabal. I remember Nabal. That's the husband of Abigail. One horrible guy like this. You know? You know what his servant said? When the, when the mistress came back, when Abigail came back, they said, look, they look at the way our master spoke to David and his men. He said, these people looked after us when we were in the wilderness. They were a wall to us in the night and all of that. He said, but you know him. He said, a man cannot talk to him. The, the servants could not talk to Nabal. If he did not have a listening wife like Abigail, the whole family would have perished. Don't be a neighbor, though. That the people under you can't talk to you. So, okay, listen. Even if they are saying nonsense, and many times they do say nonsense, take the sense and leave the none. You know, nonsense has sense inside. 
is nonsense. So don't throw away the whole nonsense. Do you understand? So in this nonsense, they are saying, take the sense and then leave the none. Don't throw away the baby with the bathwater. It's always a mistake. I've learned that. I may even be angry and all of that, but I always listen. Oh. Even if I'm angry, I'll, I'll just listen. Then when I go in my quiet something, I'll say, Lord, is there any sense in what this person is saying? Yes. Show me. That's humility. Now I told you, I don't think we're going to get to... <laughs> What's the next thing after this? I think that's about it. When what they say is in line with the word and will of God, not anything that they say, but when what they say is in line with the will and will of God and is inconvenient for your pride. And all of us have pride. Anybody who says he's not proud is a fool. If you have not entered perfection yet, the sin nature is in your soul. You still, there's still some element of pride there. It may not be much. It may be lower than what it used to be. And recognize it when it's there. For my pride and feelings, making me lower than I think or know I am. You know, sometimes you think you are more high than what you are. Then sometimes you actually know. Jesus knew who he was. He knew who was God. But the will of God for salvation of man de um, required him to become a man. Making him lower than what he knew he was. And he didn't do it for two weeks. He did it for 33 years. By the time Jesus was 12, he knew who he was. By the time he was 12, he said, don't you know I should be about my father's business? But he didn't carry that arrogance around. The Bible says he went with his parents and he was subject unto them. Jesus, go and bring the wood from Uncle Jeremiah's house. Yes, sir. Jesus, Finish that table. You must be ready for tomorrow to deliver to uh, uh, Grandma Ruth. Yes, sir. Hey, Jesus! Was in Russian here. All those years. All those years. Amongst his mates in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the, the rabbi in the, in, the, in the synagogue and all of that, you know, make fun of him, poke at him. You know, children will be children. Like, nothing has changed. Just keep quiet. You won't get up in the class and say, you, you people don't know who I am. <laughs> oh, you these silly children. I will show you. I am Messiah. Never. Submit to the will of God. All those years. I'm sure when we get to heaven, you know, it's going to be interesting to see some of Jesus' contemporaries who grew up with him in Nazareth and what they would have to say about him. His brothers, James, Jude, his sisters, I'll be very interested to hear what they had to say about him. How did he behave? How did he, you know, react in certain situations? 
I don't need to know. I, I, I know in, in principle. I don't know in detail. That's why I say it would be interesting. I can imagine, you know, maybe they go to the Feast of Pentecost or Feast of Passover in, in, in Jerusalem and with all the children and everybody. You know how children are. This one will be doing this. This one will be saying this. This one will be saying that. He, 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 senior brother, firstborn, you know, I can just imagine him. He'll just be looking at him. You can have it. Meek, lowly in heart. It hasn't changed. Still the same till today. Still the same. You are, we must imbibe. And the only way to come like this is to put his nature inside you. That's why you need to pray with the life of God. You can't do it right, right, wrong. It is not of him that run no, it is the nature of God that will make you like God. That's the purpose of it. What is the life of God? It is the thing that is inside God that makes God God. For as the Father has life in himself. So it is that life that the Father that you now put and you put it into your will, you put it into your mind, you put it into your emotions, and you know what? Lo and behold, your mind, your will, your emotions become more like God. So you just start thinking like God, acting like God, talking like God. I don't know if I've helped anybody here. Making me lower than I think or know I am. Oh my goodness, I got to stop. So we, we will do ability. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Dewey. There's a part of that confession. I'm not finished. See, I esteem. Ah, no, I shall know her. <laughs> Pastor Andrews, I found me. I esteem my colleagues as better than myself. Ah, that's a tall order for the natural man. Natural men don't think like that. I maintain an attitude. I will say maintain. I will say attain, then maintain. You know, you can attain and lose. That's why you need to, the Bible says, uh, uh, keep your heart with all diligence. It's not enough just to know the right thing. Or even do it. You, need to, you have to maintain it. I, you know, the, the, Paul said that thing. He said, he said, you know, think of yourself. Don't think of yourself more high than you ought. You know, think of others in Philippians. You know, that you should esteem others as better than yourself. Now, they may not be better than you. But what he means is that treat them with honor. That's what it means. Treat them with honor and respect as if they were better. Treat them with honor. That's, just, that's, that's the bottom line. You see, you can't understand love and the divine attributes if you do not understand the Trinity and that God is three persons. See, God cannot be love and one person. Love is relational. So it has to do with more than one person. And the thing about God is that that's how God is. Each person of the Godhead esteems the other as better than themselves. They're not better, but they, they, they honor each other. And now God is saying that you, now you are in the body of Christ, you have to honor your brother and your sister and the people around you. Honor them properly. Honor them. Esteem your colleagues, you know, that this, those who are on your level. You know, as higher than yourself. And maintain and add your reverence to those who are above. 
and then meekness to those who are below you. As well as towards all men, even the people who are not Christians. Even when you think or know, you are right and they are wrong. This is where the big test comes. You know, so now you know you are right. The love does not insist on its own right. I know I'm right, but why get into an argument? So just, okay, just leave it. There are a lot of things you should let go. You're right anyway. So there's no point pushing it in their face. And after some time, they will realize you are right. In the recent years, uh, we got, got to stop. In recent years, you know, I say recent years, just, you know, recent years, really, you know, a lot of my, some friends, people I've had relationships with over the years. I've been in this Christian thing now for 43 years, 44, 1979. And I've had friends and, and acquaintances over the years. Some people have, de- you know, um, said evil about me. You know, said, oh, I'm the devil. They said groaning. Can you imagine, Pastor? They said groaning was the devil. It's true. It's true. It's a true story. You know, people, some people said life scripture was the devil. But that, that doesn't surprise me. They said Jesus was the devil. So, you know. You know, and after many years, many of, some of those people have come to see that they were wrong. And that I'm right. I've never gone to any of them and said, you see, you know, I told you. I don't even talk about it. I just relate to them as if it never happened. I don't bring it up. If they ask me, I could, you know, talk. But they don't ask. If they don't ask me, I just leave it. And then you just, you know. And some of them, you know, are in trouble. Because they didn't do certain things that we told them to do 10 years, 15, 20 years ago. And things are going something. You know what I do? I pray for them. Honest. I, it gives me no joy. To see somebody falling or, or being injured because they were wrong. They go to and stick in their face and say, hey, you see, I told you. See, all things are happening to you now. If you had listened to us, it may be true, but it's not kind. And love endures long and is patient and kind. So, what do you do? Just be silent on that. And pray for them. That God will help them. And if they come to you for help and they say, Oh, do you can you do that? I say, sure, come have this. Yes, do this, do this, do this. Then relate as if you know. Those are the tests. Stand to your feet. We gotta go. This is humility 102. We thought we were going to but I didn't even get to ability. You see how these foundations are necessary? This Confess supposed to be a summary of what we did last week. It now became the main message. Because brethren, imbibe the Christ nature and character. That's what Jesus was telling his disciples. He said, you do not know what spirit you are of. There are many of us God can't trust with power. You get power, you will kill everybody. Except me. <laughs> I'm serious. 
Uh, uh, God, will, uh, God can't give a lot of us power. Can I go plan again? He was preaching about this many years ago. He said, he said imagine giving this guy the power to move a mountain. Bible says, sit with the mountain and he will go into the sea. Then the guy is driving from home to uh, going to Tuansongo. And then one down for just uh, or Kada guy <laughs> just crosses in front of the guy. Now, Whoa! Well, the guy just goes into the sea immediately. <laughs> Imagine how many Okada drivers you would have killed. <laughs> because the character and the nature of Christ has not yet mastered your emotions. Whereas your attitude to that Okada guy should be, God have mercy on him. Help him. I always tell my drivers, you know, I'm driving home. When they, all the guys are driving, I'll say, Solomon, or whoever is driving, I'll say, Suru. I always tell them, I tell my drivers, Suru means patience in Yoruba. I say, Suru. I need Suru to cause accidents. I said, Suru. In a language, that means, you know, he wants to prove to you he can drive better. So he's doing all this gra gra. You know, don't try and show him. I know you're a better driver than him. But don't try and show him. Let him go. After what that will become your nature. I drive myself. I drive every day. I'm mean, Not every day. Every week. I make sure because I try to keep, you know, fit and alert. You know? I'm driving. I see somebody. I saw going to cut in front of me. I just wait. Let him take his wahala and go. <laughs> but if, if you hit his car, or he hits your car, or something happens, it's you who's going to pay. You know why? You are the richer one. You are the, you are the pastor. Look that everybody knows. And he will double it for you three times and say, Oh, guys, <laughs> So he want to go to my somewhere. So let him go. That's a good place to end the message. <laughs> Pastor Wally is shaking his head. I remember, you know, many years ago, 15, 20 years ago, you know, when we used to, you know, when the children were still in school in England, so we had to go to England quite a bit. Pastor Wally always went with me. We would rent a car, you know, to drive. You know? <laughs> you know? And sometimes, you know, you know, you're in traffic and all of that, and they, this guy was, uh, so I, the Wally, I said, Wally, you're not in Nigeria. <laughs> I said, in London, they will let you go. And truly, you know, they don't have the Holy Ghost and all that, but the ethics of Christianity has been so ingrained in the society that the average person who is not even a Christian, do you understand? He was not going to fight with you. You know, in Nigeria, you always... I'll say, Wale, it's not Nigeria. They will allow us to enter. And lo and behold, the white man will say... But if it was in Lagos... Ah! <laughs> God will teach us how to do it. But it's by the divine nature. Without Zoe, in sufficient measure, all these things are pipe dreams. They'll just be talk. They will not become experience. But if you put the life of God in, in your heart, that's why you need life scriptures every day. Read your Bible and pray a lot in tongues. That nature of Christ will become your nature. 
you will think like that, you will speak like that, you will act like that. Even when you are angry, you're not just to God angry. And the Bible says, be angry and sin not. How many people know God, God's get angry? Yes. So even sometimes I get angry. I still get angry till now. There's no point. There's no problem. But I don't sin. I endeavor not to sin. You know? And if I do sin, I quickly repent. You know, but hardly ever these days. You know, when you are angry and they do something really bad and you really want to deal with them, you will remember, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Scripture, Pastor G. You will remember that they are but dust. That's how God looks at us. He says, for many a time, he will stir up his anger. But then he will remember that they are both dust. And he will repent of the, you know, the punishment, the reaction. He will want, you know, it almost, remove! They have tempted me this ten times. Move! I will consume them once. I'll make a great nation out of you, so I'll keep my word to Abraham. That's Olivia Johnson paraphrase. You move! And he was going to do it too. And he was justified. And Moses said, Lord. Lord, if you kill these people as one man, the Egyptians would say you could not take them. That's why you killed them. Eh? Ah, Lord, you are God. Oh. <laughs> See, the kind of person God is. Let's give the Lord a super clap. God is a very... Ah. He, said, he, said, he said you are God. This will be Johnson paraphrase. Hey, Barajo. I'm saying it in Yoruba. Because the Yoruba is more than the English. He said, you know, you, you, you can't get angry. I know you're angry and you're justified to be angry. He said, but, you know, he said, don't do that. He said, repent of this their first anger. God. And the Bible says, and the Lord repented. Be like that. Be like that. So sometimes I get angry, then I repent of my anger. <laughs> and sometimes I want to, <laughs> you know, that divine nature, you know, that lion of Judah is in me too. Oh, yes, oh, it's the lion of, and, and, and lions, you know, when they are angry, they will tear you apart. He said, repent lest I tear you into pieces. It's, it's Psalm 50. So that thing is still inside there, but, you know, we, we just let the lamb. The lamb nature will now subdue the... So I'm not lamb. <laughs> I do it with my children. Or I do it with my... Ah, I can't be... You know, this Olubi is not as quiet as that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> then I remember who I am. I remember who I am. And like God, for the night I pray. I repent. They are both dust. Yeah, but you know, it's the same nature as 
is the human. Just let it go. In our language, that means let's talk to God. Let's talk to God. How many people agree that this was a necessary session? You can see that even though we thought we had gone far last week, is why we went further today. You see, because without this humility thing, we're not going anywhere. Where, the, where we're going to go is very limited. That's why many of our fathers and people who have gone before us have died before their time. Because this truth was not taught. And it was not emphasized. You're not going, the degree, your attitude is going to determine your altitude. And it will be tested. God will send wonderful saints to you. I will not mention their names. I'm looking at some of them. God sent them to you to perfect you. They will anger you. They will frustrate you. They will insult you. They will misbehave. And you're still supposed to love them. Mm-hmm. That's when we know whether you are God, like God or not. Mercy, Lord. Let's talk to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.